0: Hey, everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli, the queen of Maine, and you know what? I got my own podcast. Yeah, does everyone have one? Pretty much, but mine's different because I'm going to help you like I help myself. Get Stuffed with Lisa Lampanelli every week is going to teach you how to have the fabulous life that I have if you don't listen, you're just stupid and don't want to help yourself. So don't even listen. I don't even want you to. But if you do, if you disobey my orders and listen, you can go to feralaudio.com
1: or download it from iTunes. But again, don't listen. I don't even care.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie.
1: So uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you you know, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more—I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of, um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid, um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically, but kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break
0: of Gary Tyson. In theaters September 22nd and available for on-demand pre-order August 22nd. Find out more on Twitter by following at lastrampagefilm or on facebook.com slash last Rampage
1: Film. Feral Audio.
2: hey guys welcome to the x-files files Files. gonna keep this intro very short uh these episodes are too shy and the list you'll watch them um you'll find out how we feel about him uh jared logan who's a very very funny comedian and a good friend of mine and an old friend of mine we've known each other since we pretty much started comedy together in chicago not that we started comedy we started doing comedy we didn't like invent comedy just wanted there were many comedians before us, though Murray, you know, so didn't want to lead you astray. Uh, anyway, uh, the usual stuff at X Files Files on Twitter. Please subscribe to us at Kamel N if you wanna listen to the stuff I say on Twitter. And um, yeah, subreddit is at X Files or not at X Files Files slash X Files Files. All right, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hey, so welcome to X-Files Files. Files. And our guest today is Jared Logan. Hey! How's it going, Jared? Things are good. Jared has been living in our guest house for a little bit. It's lovely back there. It's like a real house. It's like a real house. You could totally rent that place and live there. There's a sink. You can can make food. There's a fridge. Yeah. There's a bed. There's a TV. There's an Xbox. Yeah. There's a... Closet space? I have to go home day after tomorrow. I'm going to miss that place. Um, Yeah, you're going home day after tomorrow. So, um, I gave you two episodes to watch. Yes. And it was two random ones because we had to do it while you're here. And so the two are The List and Too Shy. Yes. I did not remember The List at all. Yeah. Written by Chris Carter. Directed by Chris Carter. Uh, Oh, so the main guy... Well, this is what I've learned watching them. I think the main guy is amazing and he's kind of a genius, but the main guy is best when he's writing mythology episodes. His other ones are not as good. Not quite as good. So this is the one where there's a dead inmate. Well, he's I guess not an inmate anymore, just a dead guy. And he has like a list of five people that he said he was going to kill from beyond the grave. And his ghost, who apparently he can learn to become a ghost just by, like, reading a lot about it? Yes. Is that what they say? That
0: was my main issue with the episode, is that uh, usually there's a specific supernatural thing that's going on, a specific thing, like, from mythology or something like that. Something, yeah. From folklore, and then Mulder, once Mulder's able to figure out what that thing is, they're able to stop it. Right. And in this... In this episode, it was just a guy that read a lot of philosophy books and learned how to become a ghost.
2: Yeah, he, it said that he was—he learned all the religions. He learned all the religions. And he was very cocky about it. He had a book by Descartes in there. Who, yeah. um, and uh, he was very cocky. Like Even before he died, he was like, listen, I've, I'm going to be a ghost soon. I'm going to kill yeah. a bunch of people. Now, I did like the cold open. Where they
0: execute him And he It was intense Like the acting was good And he was like I will come back And bring
2: vengeance upon you I thought that was a, And then they pulled the trigger yeah. I thought that was effective Well but they don't really It doesn't have an X file That happens in it In that one Which is Which is fine But usually Like something happens That you're like Oh this is what The thing of this will be But this is what You pointed out I think about this episode One thing that sucks is You from the First minute Know exactly what's happening This guy's gonna die Become a ghost he becomes a ghost and then that just kind of follows it to its end and he kills everybody. Mulder and Scully do nothing. Mulder and Scully don't do anything to stop him. All of
0: the all of the murders happen. <laughs> all of the murders happen. They never use X Files knowledge. They only use conventional forensic uh, you know, techniques to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and I think that's really this shows you what happens if you just let Scully call the shots. You know? like,
2: gotta <laughs> get, you gotta,
0: you get... gotta let Mulder
2: <laughs> do his theory. you He's know? gonna get weird in there. Yeah, Scully's just like testing the maggots. That's not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: The maggots came from magic. <laughs> the magic maggots. You can't just test the maggots. I did like. What are the magic levels, Scully?
2: <laughs> I did like though. <laughs> they did um i've never seen ghosts come and then maggots happen like that's a new fun new thing I that like was that.
0: cool yeah. yeah you know x-files was really good about always adding the gross out scare you and know? this one
2: really had like yeah. the the head in the the waste paper basket that was good yeah yeah the head in the recycling bin
0: yeah it was a horror show you yeah. know it wasn't a sci-fi show it was a horror show x-files always made sure there was at least one thing in the show that made you go, that's so gross.
2: Well, this one and the next one both have, like, gross mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, totally. Because this one has beheadings on the next one. has just a bunch of fat chicks. Dude, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I have so many things to say about <laughs> okay, that. Okay, okay, We okay. should wait till we yeah, get yeah, done with yeah, the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. J.T. Walsh, isn't it? Always the racist bad guy. Never, like, a guy who sees all races as being equal. No. In anything. That's He's a, the warden. Yeah, he's the warden. Okay, yeah. As soon as you see him, you're like, oh, I know his whole deal. He gives an awesome performance.
0: See, I thought the acting... He's good. I thought the acting was pretty yeah. good throughout this episode, but it's just the, the, the... It wasn't a very
2: good story. The acting is good, and it looks cool. Like, I thought the prison looked good. Yeah. The lighting is good. It was like an X-Files-ass prison, you know? There's like... You know what it reminded me about,
0: especially there's a lot of stuff with Scully kind of like walking, you know, looking to the side,
2: looking at the prisoners are like, cat calling her. Yeah. It's like Silence of the Lambs. Well, it's not... And then then the next one also has Silence of the Lambs, even down to him getting bigger girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both of these... I would argue that the entire show
0: has a lot of Silence of the Lambs well, influences. In the
2: first couple of seasons, they explicitly reference it, and Chris Carter talks about like how Clarice, Star- uh, Dennis is sort of based on Clarice Starling, and he um, uh, he's pretty explicit about it. What I didn't like about this one uh, is that the prison stuff is very reminiscent of Silence of the Lambs. Also, I didn't like like Ken Faree, who's the guy with the big eyes, yes, who's having an affair with Nietzsche's wife, living yeah. wife. Um, when he grabs Scully and she gets all rattled and runs away, it's like, Scully's kind of a badass. Yeah, you? Scully's not
0: supposed to be, yeah, a little shrinking violet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ken Foree is, you know, he is kind of scary in some ways. I just watched him in, uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. He was in that. Was he a, he's gotta be. He he's can't a be good the, guy in that. He can't be in the family. No, he can't be in the redneck Chainsaw Massacre family. Uh, uh, how's that movie? How's that movie? Okay, <laughs> I think it's you called answered. Leatherface: colon Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Is it? It's not a prequel. It is not a prequel. It is a, it's it's almost just a, a, a retelling, a redo of the first one, but with a bigger budget and less charm, less yeah. less
2: you know unique uh, feel yeah. to it. Well, the first Texas Chainsaw is amazing. It feels like an accidentally good movie. Right, like they just fell into a good movie. Yeah. Like a bunch of monkeys in a room of typewriters. Um, (laughs) They still use a hooded executioner? I I have never
0: heard of that happening.
2: Did you see? Yeah, he puts a hood (laughs) on. Before he pulls the switch. Yeah,
0: what's that about?
2: I've never seen that. Also, J.T. Walsh says fry him like that. Be more professional. Fry him! Because you know he's going to die anyway. I also want to do... I think it would be funny to do a thing where there is a prisoner like this guy will come back and wreak vengeance and he dies and then he's just and dead. Then he's just dead <laughs> yeah well i thought there was going to be some kind of like a fallen thing going on though like i was can, trying to figure out bodies because they did talk about that
0: a little bit body jumping would have made more sense you know uh so they started out thinking and they kept saying reincarnation which it's not it has nothing to do with reincarnation no that would he would be a baby he would be a baby he would be like the dalai lama and they're like Somehow he's killing them without ever needing to get in the room. It's reincarnation. I'm like, <laughs> wow, you guys really have got to read some of those books he read. <laughs> yeah, he's read all the books. You guys have read no books ever. Why does Mulder have this weird gap in his like <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm. you know what? It's it's understandable. He's like, guys, I
2: read everything. I didn't get to reincarnation, yeah, okay? Yeah, which I get, but you, all you have to know is what... If you got to ghosts. I mean, they've fought ghosts on the X-Files yeah. before. Like this is a standard ghost. Yeah. Um, I've also noticed X-Files, so far, has not been good at doing ghost stuff. And I think, again, it's because there's no rules already. I was about to say, that's the whole problem with ghosts. Like, even the best
0: ghost movies piss me off. Like, Drag Me to Hell? Yeah. Drag Me to Hell? Well, that's a curse. I'm sorry, that's a curse. But it's it's a no-rules problem. It's like... Yeah, suddenly it's like, It attacks when it pleases the plot. <laughs> yeah. And that's what ghosts always do. Yeah. Ghosts are handled way better in books because in a book you can more clearly like do like is the person imagining it? Is it really happening? Well, you can mess with time, you know, more easily. You can mess with point of view. And in, in a movie or a TV show, well, especially a TV show, it's like you don't like, have no time, yeah. Yeah, there's you can't develop like a like an internal point of view, yeah.
2: Um, I well, Devil's Backbone is a really good ghost movie. Yeah, that's good. And that yeah, yeah. one, oh, The Changelings again. They... The Changeling, yeah. Mm-hmm. They said uh, the one guy who dies... Okay, so Mulder... See, this is the thing. So when Mulder... Okay, uh, the guy calls... The, the black man, he calls him well-read... I don't know. That's like one step above articulate, right? You can't come. <laughs> Very well spoken. Very well spoken.
0: You know, if you bumped into him in the hall,
2: he'd say hi. Just like a person. they also said if he wasn't on death row, he would win the Nobel Peace Prize. Like why do you, do you think they give people those prizes just for reading a lot? Yeah, they said he knocked over a liquor store to get in there. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't think he was on track. <laughs> he was not on track. Yeah. Um, Mulder was showing Scully those slides. Like, those slides were unnecessary. We don't need to see the face of the guy. What, what do they have on them? The slides just had a picture of Nietzsche on them. this is the guy that died it's really all the the slides i have
0: for this one yeah he uh, you know she's like rolling her eyes like oh you're getting out the we don't even need the slide projector for this one yeah there's like nothing
2: so also okay so when scully first goes in do they say women on the block is that what he says is that woman on the
0: block yeah
2: is that a thing they yell I don't
0: know. I mean, it it seems like it would make sense, but it also seems like it's like, hey, all you rapists, woman on the block. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like you would just, if she's an FBI agent, it feels like you'd just, like, let her do her thing. Both, in both these episodes,
2: there's some weird sexism shit about Scully.
0: I liked some of what was going on in the second one. I thought I thought it added.
2: I thought it added to it. We'll get to that. The second one, at least, did it on purpose, um about the maggots thing <laughs> uh i once had maggots in my house in brooklyn it's the worst thing in the world
0: yeah they're just they just wanna fly lays eggs and, and what did you have some food that got left out or something like something that. something like
2: that it was a garbage bag or something and we picked it up and there were maggots and they look so fucking gross they're
0: really gross but you know they're not even that i mean they can't hurt you they just won't make you throw up they look so horrible they look really bad they look just really like big bad. Just big,
2: white, segmented rice that moves around. It means that something is decaying, you know? You're just, like, scared yeah. of, uh... Nothing says get your shit together, like finding maggots like in some your house. maggots. Yeah, like, fucking get it together. How old are you? There was this... Get, get your
0: maggots out. Sci-fi novel I read where they have virtual reality, and people, like, get off on it, like you download into your head having sex with somebody. Oh, like, uh, Demolition Man, kinda? Exactly, but then... There was like this black market virtual reality that people couldn't quite handle where you just, are, you are a maggot eating like a dead body. But people want to do that? People want to do it because it's the, it's the most inhuman, horrible experience you could possibly this is have. Book?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what's the one? What's the, Liam, is it a Liam Neeson movie? What is it? Uh, Strange Days. Yeah.
0: I yeah. like that movie. It's kind of from the X-Files time period. Yeah. Too, and yeah some we yeah, yeah. were like, computers, man. <laughs> because yeah, that, that movie takes place in 1999.
2: <laughs> New Year's Eve, 1999. You know that movie so well. Oh, yeah. Um, the Head in the Can with the Maggots, pretty good. Uh, I wrote this down. It's, it's like th- this one, I didn't love it because you know what's going on. Mulder knows it. Everybody knows it. And they just kind of... There's really nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Um, I mean, the, 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 there needed
0: to be a twist somewhere, and it never got in there. Uh, the the bad guy just kind of wins, and you're supposed to be kind of okay with it because uh, he's killing, he's bad, killing people. bad
2: people. Yeah, people that oppressed him. Well, it's a very humorless, very dour episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually X-Files is pretty funny. We watched Clyde Bruckman together yeah. a couple of days ago. Very funny episode, yeah. But usually there's something. This one's very, very serious, and I don't, I don't like that whole thing of the evil warden and they just killed that one guy, Roke. Yeah. That really bugged me. I don't, I, I that don't he like just it. got
0: away with just killing some. Yeah, and that uh, character is mean, essentially innocent of anything. He didn't do anything. Wrong. No, he's just
2: kind of a posturing idiot, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the. The J.T. Walsh getting killed at the end in the car. That was a pretty cool accident. Like, the blood splashes on the windshield.
0: Yeah, but again, what, is, what does the ghost do? Like, he just he kind of shows car. up sometimes,
2: yeah, and then a bad thing happens. Yeah, there's no rules. He chops someone's head off. Yeah. He How does he kill the guy ups, who, who they find in the attic? You remember the, the warden guy that they find in the attic? I, his, it's just like another, like, he's just cut open, or his
0: he's head's just, chopped off, yeah. or something. Yeah, the way he kills, um I can go spoilers, right? The way he kills Ken Foree is uh, by just kind of being in the room for a second. And then his wife is like, "You're yeah. Bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's I almost would one. prefer if all of his killings were like Final Destination-y like
2: that. Like you it know? make people do it, but that one right. doesn't fit. So, also, that one is not on his list of five. It's not on his list of five. Because it doesn't count because she did
0: it. You can't call an episode the list and, and then it's about a list of people you're killing... And then just kill all kinds of people willing.
2: <laughs> during the episode, I kept going, wait, was he on the Who's on the list? What's the, the list now? Well, here's also the thing is that like part of the mystery is who's on the list. But we don't know any of these people. So yeah. we don't give a shit about any of them. And there's so many people in this episode. Malvern and
0: Scully should have somehow been on the list or gotten on the list. Yeah, then we would have that, cared. Yeah, Because
2: Ken Free, his wife, Roke, who dies, the warden, the other warden that dies uh the other prisoner with the sort of longer short dreadsy yeah there's uh, the dead guy there's so many characters in this
0: episode yeah and you don't give a shit about any of them you don't care you don't know who's on the list <sighs> someone dies and you're like i guess he was on it yeah they, they totally
2: should have gotten Mulder and scully on that list somehow it would have given Mulder and scully a thing to do yeah all they did, it, I like the one exchange where I was like, who would be the five people you kill? And he's like, I remember your birthday, didn't I? That was it. the, yeah, that was the one joke. That was the, <laughs> that it was, was good. It was good. And someone says, that, at on one point, someone says, if anyone could come back from the dead, it would be Meech. What a crazy thing to say about anybody. It
0: just means he had a, he had a forceful personality. Yeah, he would have won a Nobel Peace Prize if he was still alive. There was a cool moment where Scully uses a cell phone with a, one of those little retractable antennas. What does she do? She uses a cell phone, but it has like, you have to bring the antenna yeah. up. I'm sorry. I always, I always go, ha! Yeah. <laughs> when I see
2: stuff like that, I'm like, ah! Idiots. Look um, at that
0: computer. It's got green writing on a black screen. Oh, yeah,
2: there's a lot of that. I did like when the guy says, "How does it feel to be on death row?" Warden? I don't know why. I oh, that was that was that was a good uh, that was a that was case. a good line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess that Kenfrey and his, and the wife were having an affair because she says right in the beginning, "I'll love no other man when he's," and obviously. She's going to love it. She's a liar. I mean, how could you resist Ken Free? Uh, the most handsome man in the world? You can't. Hey, he wasn't in Dawn of the Dead and
0: Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 for nothing.
2: Oh, that's right. Dawn of the Dead. That's his main awesome thing. That's the big one, yeah. That's the big one. Um, How does Mulder... Mulder knows immediately that the guy that the warden kills is not on the list somehow. I don't... You know... Maybe that's the thing that Mulder
0: did this episode. He was like, he figured like that one thing out, like. But it's nothing, okay. Also, they get an executioner from the newspaper. That's what they do. That's uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's you want to really go to to ask here. Why, do they do FBI agents investigate murders in prisons? I feel like yeah, they well, definitely don't. Well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not, maybe because it's an X-File. That's the only but way But how that you is can, it an
2: X-File? Like, how does that get to Mulder?
0: It, yeah, because he comes after the first death, right?
2: Yeah, he's, so, he's there right from the beginning. So I don't
0: feel like it's really an X-File at that point. Like, he, everybody assumes that it,
2: it was somehow done by normal physical means. Yeah, and it's also, everybody's sort of, um, if they go to investigate everyone on death row who's talking about crazy shit that's a lot yeah, of people doing that. that's a lot of
0: people like how did they get all the way back to Mulder like hey this guy was saying he was going to come back like does, <laughs> yeah. does that mean if, I, if I'm if i just like if I'm like at lunch with you and I'm like you know I can make electricity come out of my eyes Mulder's going to show up a couple days later and be like uh, I heard there was a kid here and I was going to make electricity come out of his eyes Mulder you are tapped in <laughs> yeah. man how much time do you have? Yeah. You're ever. Like, Hold on, I gotta go investigate rumors from a prison in the south.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many people have died? One <laughs> One people have died. But someone said that he might have claimed he could come <laughs> back. So
2: we need to investigate. You know what I thought I this is horrible. It's not. It's not funny. This is very, very dark. But there was that bombing in Pakistan a few days ago where, Mm -hmm. like, 40, 50 people died. And so two different, like, uh, terrorist organizations claimed uh, that they did it. And then they started, like, fighting each other. Like, the one (laughs) guy was like, they're full of shit. They didn't do it. We didn't. It was us. we like, no, no, no. They're like, that's so crazy that something happened that they're like, we got to take credit for this. And then everybody just takes credit for it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to start taking credit for stuff I haven't done.
2: <laughs> to scare people a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It was me. Um, Mulder catches a maggot. That that was no good. I didn't like that. Uh, nice lighting in the attic where the guard dies.
0: Yeah, the show always looks really, really good. Yeah. I mean, especially for something from that time, 20 years ago. It always looks like a movie. It doesn't look like some... Dumb show shown on video.
2: It no, it looks, looks, looks like, like a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, all the directors were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, when Scully's looking up phone records and stuff and doing that, it's all uninteresting to us because we know exactly what's going on. And this niche guy, we don't give a shit about him either. Yeah. We don't care about any of these people. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, when you have to make that many episodes. I guess
0: just sometimes it's like it doesn't quite come together. I mean, how many episodes were in a season of the X Files? This was like twenty-four. So that's a that's a that's twenty-four hours. Of twenty-four
2: hours of different supernatural, paranormal shit. Yeah, it's not easy. Just, it's just hard. I think
0: that's very interesting that he was good at writing mythology episodes but maybe not quite as good as his, like, Monster of the Week, for lack of a better term, episodes. You know, that kind of makes me think of, like, I read this book, The The Twilight Zone Companion, about Rod Sterling, and he was very good at writing serious episodes, but he always wanted to write funny episodes oh, and they were horrible they were always like a oh, fast talking genie <laughs> leads a guy down the wrong path and then he was always like trying to like sell CBS like this genie character is gonna be your next show or, like, this... oh really yeah, crazy Santa Claus you guys need to watch the episode this week you're gonna want crazy Santa Claus <laughs> it's to be, and then everybody would be like, "Don't do that. Just write a thing about nuclear war again." It it's was really way more effective. When have you do seen
2: that. his funny ones?
0: Sure, I've seen almost all of them. You know, I used to do the, the marathon on Sci Fi Channel every year. Yeah, because I had nowhere to, I had nowhere to be for New Year's Eve.
2: When you were a little kid, right? Well, yeah, that's where started. I was young. I was young. <laughs> that's started off great. I'm really sad. Sorry, sorry. There's sometimes just one extra detail <laughs> is all it takes. To Really change the mood. I'm playing it up a little more. I mean,
0: let's face it. I'd ra- I, I really would rather watch the Twilight Zone marathon than go hang out with a bunch of people.
2: I think sometimes it's so so much fun just to be like, you know what, fuck being cool, or yeah, let's just watch. Do you remember Thanksgiving? They used to do X Files marathons on on. Oh, FX? really? Yeah, in the mid to late late nineties, and it would be like a top ten X Files episodes, and it was that's cool, the best. Yeah. Do they play it anywhere uh, now? It's It plays on the El Rey network. You know what that is? That's uh, Robert Rodriguez's network. Oh, that's cool. I don't think I've ever watched anything on El Rey. Uh, and they're playing... Because they started taping them, and they've been... Yeah, they play a lot of his movies, and they play um some of the TV shows. And they play, like, weird action movies and stuff. It's a good network. That's they have, cool. They have fun stuff on there, yeah. Check that out. Um, So, J.T. Walsh beats the prisoner to death, right? He just beats up one guy to death? Yeah, I guess that's
0: what we're... Which it doesn't feel like that guy would be capable of that
2: no exactly like a pudgy old he looks like a character actor
0: yeah he's just like a character actor beating a guy to death beating a guy who is in really good shape to death it's always like in movies and tv you're always like do you guys know what someone who can beat someone to death looks like yeah (laughs) they have signs that they're capable of it you know like uh physical stature is yeah. important. Yeah, they're big. That would be the first thing a detective would be like Well, you'd think Mulder and Scully would be like, this guy was definitely like kind of very slowly beaten to death by an old
2: man with flabby arms. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> this took three and a half hours. He probably had to eat protein bars and energy bars during it. He took a nap during some of it. Whoever did it... Watched Matlock. Whoever
0: did it finally just got tired and hit him with the lethal injection needle. (laughs) So so it's (laughs) someone who had access to that. Someone who definitely had access to all the execution equipment. (laughs) Must have been the ghost.
2: (laughs) yeah there were no maggots so that was the that's how they knew i guess oh yeah is there anything left to say about this episode should we move on? um
0: i mean you know
2: unless you're a completist no skippable no, no. skippable yeah it is a totally i'll skip- say that i'll say that no it's totally a skippable sometimes episode.
0: when i'm trying to watch a lot of a big long show i would appreciate someone to go yeah, you can skip this one. You know? Yeah,
2: in the beginning, I was
0: skipping them, and then people were like, "You gotta do them all. You gotta do them all." Well, but see, that's part. I mean, I I, I see their point. That's part yeah. of the fun. You gotta be a completist <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go down this road.
2: I can't remember anything really that Mulder and Scully do in this episode because they don't really do very much.
0: They, you know, it, it, even though even though they don't do very much, I have written down here the writing is like peppy. It's like. Like, the show is always, like, written. Like... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never, like... It doesn't feel like it, f- it fell together. The script is, like, written. And and, uh, and that one joke was great.
2: Yeah. yeah. That one joke was But it great.
0: was. It, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a perfect,
2: like, Mulder joke. You yeah. You
0: know? It's, it's good.
2: Yeah. Um, Alright. Let's move on to Too Shy. Yeah. This is the one where the guy, for some sort of skin condition, needs to um, ingest fat. So he starts preying on bigger women. Honestly, some of the women he's sprang on are not even that big. They're not that big. They make a big deal. But they're about as
0: big as you're going to be and get cast on network television.
2: <laughs> I guess <Right>? so. They're <laughs>
0: network television gargantuan. They're obese for network television. Yeah, which in
2: real life means eh, well, a little chubby. Not Like the last lady, the lady who doesn't die. Yeah. She's not... She's just like a... Kind of a mom-looking lady. That's yeah, it. she just looks like a mom. Yeah. 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 Ugh, disgusting,
0: right? <laughs> I mean, you can see why no one wants her. Well,
2: they make a big point out of that, right? Like, yeah. with the hooker that dies, the guy says, like... She, Let's just say she was nobody's first choice.
0: Yeah. The cop knows that? Hey, I I wanted to keep going, hey, you know, there's a lot of guys that love having sex with heavy ladies. Yeah. Love it. And that hooker wasn't even that heavy. Who worship
2: uh, heavy ladies, you know? How does the cop know the hierarchy of the hookers? Talk to the guys in the Vice Squad. This is their
0: list of favorite hookers Uh, in the area. This is the hottest. Yeah. Margie. Anyone who's anyone is using Margie right now.
2: <laughs> anyone as anyone is using Marky right now. <laughs> what a gross thing. Um, um the I like the opening of this one where he's like creepily thumbing her pendant and stuff and oh then just yeah. like snots on her face. That was a perfect
0: gross out scare where yeah. you're like what's he going to do? He yeah. filled her mouth with snot? Yeah. That's the Disgusting. I, I went I went ah and like it made me like go bah out loud, you know, like that's really cool. Um and you know the, the the added horror of it is we've all heard legends of a guy whose skin gets bad when he doesn't barf snot into people's mouth. <laughs> yeah, I that's... was like classic creature. Uh, how many books have I read about snot mouth guys? <laughs> snot mouth skin guys. <laughs> <laughs> where where did this come from? <laughs> sometimes they just meet like They're a just... one off thing. That's kind of cool because they play it up sometimes a little bit,
2: but they didn't in this episode. They were just like par for the course. Yeah. Next. Well, because he's a lot like Eugene Toombs, who squeezed the guy who makes yeah. livers, and that guy's a whole history where he comes out every thirty years and kills five people, and he's been around for hundreds of years, and they find pictures of him from a long time ago. This guy, they say that they don't know his history, but it's never, like, made into a thing. Like, it would have been cool if the reason he likes that poetry is he's from that period and he's been playing on people for hundreds of years.
0: Yeah, I don't want to know exactly where he came from, but I want to hint at something... Bigger, yeah. Bigger, instead yeah. of just being like, well, I don't know, some kind of mutant. Where are we going next?
2: Yeah, they just, you know, yeah,
0: they just kind of write it off. They're never like,
2: we need to look into this, or are, are more people doing this? Yeah. Also, if this happened, they should talk about it every week. Like, yeah, there's aliens, but that snot mouth. Let's let's mouth be clear. Kid. They
0: never reference any of the non mythology episodes no. again. They never go. Remember snot mouth? Yeah, that was messed up. Um, there... What did you think of that guy who played Snuck Mouth? I've seen him in a lot of stuff from that time. I remember watching him on my TV. He's, like, What's his name?
2: Oh, I forget the actor's
0: name. Okay. He, uh... He's okay. He's... He's he's good.
2: He's fine. He's, like, sort of gently good-looking or something. He's, like, sort of... Yeah.
0: I don't... I couldn't decide whether he's maybe, like, 90s handsome. You know how there's, like, women in 80s movies who are, like, 80s pretty, but then they're not pretty once... The uh uh, the clock went 12 a.m. on uh, (laughs) 1989. Well, they have big hair and you know that kind of stuff. Shoulder pads, right? Yeah, there's just always like sometimes like looks that are specific to a decade, you know, or maybe he's like only TV hot. I don't know. I feel feel a little pompous talking about this. Like like, (laughs) he's not. I, of course, am Academy Award (laughs) handsome.
2: (laughs) He's TV hot hands the vial of flame and leaves. That happens a lot in the X-Files. Yeah, like, All right, you take this gross thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, That guy, like, they, sh- they say that he's very charming, but I never see him being super charming.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he never really comes off that charming.
2: No, yeah, he's always creepy because he says you can't hide behind your computer forever, and that's, like, a creepy thing to say to a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I-
0: I guess I kept writing it off as like, wow, these women are real desperate. Well, you that's know? kind of,
2: they play that up too, where she's like, no one's ever thought I was cool. Yeah. And then one, one woman's backstory, she dies, but her story is that she was big and then has gotten even bigger since then. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: here's what I wrote down. I thought this was funny. I was like, wow, this is, a, this is a X-Files about a guy with eczema. Dating middle-aged, overweight women—maybe <laughs> the most depressing X Files ever. He does have, yeah. That he oh, keeps like it. saying because they start noticing it's, his it's skin and, eczema, or not. and He's like, "It's just an—it's a type of eczema that I've had." So charming.
2: What a charmer. <laughs> he's great. Oh, what a lothario! It's just a type of eczema that I have. Yeah, <laughs> let me quote you some more poetry. <laughs> Um okay so we hinted at this earlier the guy who's sexist to Scully who's like you're a medical doctor he's so old school sexist Oh yeah yeah and- a female doctor in like the mid 90s is <laughs> not so crazy
0: <laughs> Yeah they they want to parallel Scully with the women right because Scully is sort of their opposite number right like she doesn't let a man define her uh, identity or that boss why, her around. Is that
2: why that's happening? I
0: feel like it. Yeah, I feel like, and, and I and I think that you are right though. This doctor in nineteen ninety five or whatever yeah. is like pretty par for the course. Oh, lady doctor. Uh
2: oh. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. Um. Yeah, it, it feels weird, but I think that they were really trying to make a, like a parallel statement.
2: Yeah, and then at the end, the ladies kill the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, they become yeah, a Scullies. Le- yeah, <laughs> a league of their own. Um, I, I knew that that guy was going to fucking die as soon as he said that stuff. Yeah. About Scully. And then they do another Science of the Lambs thing. We talked about how mm-hmm. preying on bigger women, that's the Science of the Lambs thing. The other one that they do is when Mulder, Scully, and the the guy are going and knocking on the door... With mm-hmm. the door open. They do the misdirect where you think it's Scully with the bad guy, but really it's the opposite. Here's how dumb I am, is that I was like, nice twist. And I <laughs> didn't even remember till
0: right now that's exactly in, in The Silence
2: of the Lambs. Yeah, it, but it's opposite. They do the opposite in the right. Silence of the Lambs. She's with the bad guy in the Silence of the Lambs. Right. And then... Here she's with the good guy with the normal guy.
0: Right. She she didn't pull the bad number, yeah. She th- so that's how that, that sexist dude gets killed is he gets there first. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just sort of a nice weird color thing. Uh I like the scene where the woman is just melting through the drawers. Oh that was awesome. That's yeah. a good gross out. Yeah, open the and it's like a skeleton with just like so much red. There's this one store um my Moshe, you know Moshe Cancer? He does a podcast called Hound Tall, which is town hall switched. And he, what he does is he gets a, a, a specialist and then comedians to talk about something. And I did it and it was death. And they had a woman who's a, she's like a, I forget what she calls herself, but she's like a death expert. So she knows like how people deal with death in other cultures. Yeah. And here, and she used to work at, she used to work at fucking um, crematoriums and stuff, right? And so she told, she's, told us this story of how... So in the morning, they would get the biggest bodies and because they would break down all day. And then by the end, she said in the afternoon, you're getting babies and their place was they specialized in, in babies. Very sad. Oh. But she said that they once had the oven cleaned and uh, the oven has like these ridges in it, but they did a good job, too good cleaning it. So they it became smooth. So those ridges increase surface area, right? So this guy... And they keep the... Stuff in, so they smelled something weird. They put this big guy in there and they went down and they just found fat like just coating the floor, just like oh human fat. And she had to clean it because he was big, he was a big guy. And it they... was like the it was like kind of like the pot boiled over, <laughs> right? <laughs> Am I getting it? <laughs> no, it was so they had ridges in there, like so that it would keep like stuff pulled in. But they smoothed them out so it just like everything just slipped oh, out. Oh, everything just slid on out. Kind of like that woman did. Kind of like in Too Shy. In Too Shy. They didn't make a thing out of the song. I felt like that, that song would make an appearance. They yeah. couldn't afford the song, huh? No, no, they couldn't afford the song. <laughs> for, uh,
0: not for a Monster of the Week episode. Come on. You know what? Okay, what's with the blind girl? Yeah, what is that? It about? Doesn't need to be in there. It's like <laughs> you guys wrote a half-hour show and you added 15 minutes of blind
2: little girl. Well, she could smell, right? That's all. But oh, it, that's brother. Like, also, her mom. Is it her mom? Yeah, her mom sucked. Just goes yeah. up to a neighbor like, "Hey, will you read my poems? Will you go on a date with me?" And then blames the kid when the guy doesn't want to go out with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Desperate lady. She's like, "Why
0: do you have to be so rude, <laughs> you blind girl?" You are cock blocking your mother (laughs) yeah and uh, the 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 the, that's a little that was a little bit wait until dark with the girl
2: yeah well it's scary when she's in the room and she thinks she smells the mom's cologne that's scary perfume but you're right that didn't need to be in there it had nothing to do with anything Really. yeah yeah there's a line where the one lady who dies her like roommate goes uh what message boards was she in? And she goes big and or the what chat rooms? It's like big and beautiful. She had kind of a weight problem. That's a very judgmental way to put it.
0: <laughs> oh, no, well, you know what else she says? She goes. She says he. She really liked this guy she's been seeing. It wasn't. She had a weight problem. And then she goes. It wasn't about sex with him. Because yeah. no one would ever <laughs> have sex with an overweight
2: woman <laughs> ever. <laughs> Get it out of your mind. That's less believable than a guy who can snot-mouth women and eat their fat. Yeah. It's a guy wanting to have sex with
0: a bigger woman. Let me tell you something. Any guy in a chat room called Big and Beautiful, all he's thinking about is having sex with them. <laughs> That's, it's about sex with him. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's exactly right. I like when Mulder says, well, I'm going to send out a localized online warning. What does that mean?
0: It's never been done. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Well, he how just... about the woman who's like, they, who she knows about it. They say <laughs> in her scene, she's like, there was a warning. The FBI said, <laughs> big women in Cleveland, yeah. if you've been on a chat room, this guy's <laughs> trying to kill you. And she's like, but I got to go on the date. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, hey, there's this warning. Can we wait? Yeah.
2: Right? I, she gets an email about the warning. How can you do a localized? online warning and then Mulder says I've already talked to." I just called the online service and every time he says online he like hits it a little hard like I just called the online service (laughs) like these words have not been said before yeah
0: and then the chat room it's like every time you see a computer screen on TV or in a movie it never looks like anything you've ever looked at like the chat room window is huge and like readable if you're say in a ca- behind a
2: camera, like ten yeah. feet away. or you know? <laughs> They also they, they say how big she was, 165 pounds. Ugh. Ugh. And if anything, she's Whoa. gained more weight. Ugh. Oh. It's too bad. What a big fat pig. <laughs> oh
0: God. 160? Get out of my church! <laughs> you
2: fat cow. Um. Oh yeah. The the hooker doesn't wanna doesn't wanna kiss him. Uh, but then he figures it out he he figures it out he just forces her to kiss him <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's very stupid of him to quote super rare poems that only very few collectors have you should be quoting like 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 J Alfred Prufrock or something yeah. like just quote like <laughs> shakespeare two roads diverge in the <laughs> yeah, world and, and they're like do that <laughs> Anybody yeah. could have
0: gotten access to the poems of Robert Frost. <laughs> yeah.
2: Roses are red, violets
0: are blue. Do that shit. But then they could just go to a coffee shop and they're like, is there like a douchebag around here like quotes <laughs> like J.L. <laughs> for <laughs> proof? Yeah. But Then they're like, oh, one guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. He's got eczema. <laughs> um, he does suck. At one point, um, Scully is like calling everybody in the area. and <laughs> And then Scully's like... Uh, it's the beginning of the scene, and she's on the phone with somebody. She's calling everybody to warn them. Everybody that was on that this guy had chatted with. Yeah. And she goes, "You'll be fine, Miss Ennis. He doesn't tend toward forcible entry. And then she hangs up the phone like, "Oh, these women! Like, yeah, these idiots. Uh, all I did was call her to tell her that someone she's been chatting with is a murderer. It's
2: not just a murderer, but a genetic monster
0: and a serial murderer. And then all of a sudden, she like had all these questions. <laughs> I'm busy.
2: I have other people to call. I do like that scene where. Mulder comes in and is like, "I wouldn't have made a good Amway salesman. I have knocked on more door And then she just like cuts him off, like, yes, "We can't. Thank you. We can't. <laughs> can do every contact job. the guy. Uh, uh, great joke. We all get it. Anyway, there's police work to be done. Women are dying. Um, yeah, the super rare problems. It's in private libraries. It was rough before the internet. Huh? I bet all that shit is on the internet now. Yeah, yeah, you sure.
0: Well, then it was good, because before the internet, nobody would have had that that poetry. They wouldn't have found it. Yeah. It feels... Yeah, it feels like a little bit of, like, a big clue, you know? Like, when you would watch that show Numbers. Num- you ever watch Num- Numbers? Num3RS? Num3RS, and then they I would remember. always, like, you know, that, that was the show where they solved uh, crimes using math, right? And they would always just find, like, a notebook full of equations, like... Oh, the killer must have dropped this notebook full of important <laughs> equations. But we can never make heads or tails... Oh, wait! We've got a guy that just does math on our squad. <laughs>
2: yeah. We we thought he was a waste, but... Oh, uh, when does Blind Girl does say he... It's like he uses dish soap for aftershave? Is that a weird? Because fat is used to make soap? Is that what that is?
0: Um, oh, that's interesting. That... I don't know, because they do use
2: fat to make soap, which is a gross thing to think about.
0: There's something wrong with his skin, and I think she's picking up on that.
2: There's something wrong with his skin, and it can only be fixed by eating the fat. Of strong,
0: people. uh, oh, you know, he has to use like a strong odor to like mask the the oh de-
2: maybe the decay. I thought he looked cool at the end, the last scene when he I loved
0: his very last moment, where he just what, what was the quote? He oh, he
2: says, um, "It's really good." Yeah, he says, "The dead are no longer lonely."
0: Yeah, and he, after quoting that in Latin, he like says, "Oh it in yeah, Latin, he says and then it he in goes, Latin."
2: The dead are no longer lonely, and that's the end. And then I'm like, "Well, you just got a lot cooler." <laughs> I thought him saying Latin meant that he was, like, again, someone who's been around for, like, hundreds of years.
0: Right, yeah. But they make him, like, a Bathory type, like a kind of a, like a a flesh-bathing immortal yes. kind of a deal. Yeah. yeah. Make
2: him, like, a Rezal Ghoul or you say. Sure, man. sure. Um... Uh, Mulder says well he doesn't have a theory he says he has a theory but it's not yet finely detailed insanity that you've come to expect from me I like that line yeah yeah and then Scully goes you think it's a fat sucking vampire and he's like yeah yeah I, <laughs> it's, actually you put it so well <laughs> he is a fat sucking vampire it is what it is yeah <laughs> it's a fat and again it's
0: like it's like the last one it's kind of like there's no there's no thing for Mulder to just go it's this and then they can like take a plan of action it's yeah. just kind of like It's mundane detective work the entire time. Am I wrong that the show usually hinged on
2: him figuring out what the phenomenon was? These two are weird in that it doesn't really matter what the phenomenon is. Because in the first one, they don't do anything. And in this one, the phenomenon doesn't really affect anything. Because even if he was a normal guy doing that stuff, they would catch him the exact same way. The exact same way, yeah. Yeah. There's no like... um, yeah, like with Squeeze, it's like he has to give testimony and you know that he's been around for hundreds of years. And what stuff. season
0: is Squeezing? Have you done it already?
2: One. Yeah. Oh, it's in season one. Yeah. Oh, so they were cracking on some good ones like. Early. Oh yeah yeah yeah, the first season had some clunkers, like real bad ones, and more than any other season, at least until later. Yeah. The first one had like at least five or six pretty not great ones. Yeah. And season two only had like. Season two, really, there was only one episode that I really, really didn't is like Is that the watching. one with
0: the, the heart and the vampire? Mulder and the sexy
2: vampires? Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess there were two. Aha! Three. That one's called Three. Yeah. So Scully's not around. And yeah. Mulder there's no just...
0: Scully in it. Yeah. The show needs Scully. show needs Scully. To make Scully. sure that Mulder doesn't have a red shoe diary adventure <laughs> in the world of the blood sucking.
2: <laughs> he really does. He you
0: was really like, do. dude, guys, I quit this uh I quit this kind of show. I don't do red shoe
2: anymore. I didn't know that scorpions secrete stuff and dissolve their victims outside their body. It makes sense. Yeah, no, it's a great way to do it. Uh it makes sense. You know, External chewing is the new like internal chewing, I think. You
0: know I had leeches on me the other day. I told you this. Yeah. Tell the people about this. Well, I did a I did a comedy program where They wanted to film me getting leech therapy. They call it haruda therapy.
2: Uh, Haruda therapy. Okay, what is the, what is what is the benefit that they claim? So they claim that you know, uh,
0: your tissue, right, uh, on your body, sometimes will kind of collect toxins. This all sounds like pretty common sense, you know. Like if you you smoke a lot, you drink a lot, you drink a lot of caffeine. It gets into your tissue, right? It's not just in your, your, your defecation or your pee or your blood. It's it's in your tissue, right? And they claim that Heruta therapy really sucks a lot of stuff out of your How tissue. How do
2: leeches, leeches not just to get the toxins? Well, they out? don't.
0: They also just get the blood, right? Okay. But then a side effect of that is that they get some toxins, right? Okay. Uh, but what what I was going to say about, you know, you're talking about the scorpion like softening uh softening its prey uh one thing that happened was while it was going on i i made the mistake of asking them i go what are they doing now by the way it feels like leeches are sucking your blood they have 270 teeth you feel every tooth it feels bad don't don't do it um but anyway <laughs> at one point i made the mistake i said uh, what are they doing now and she goes uh they're just injecting you and I go, they're doing what? And she's like, you know, they're injecting you with like their, their chemicals. They're just like injecting, what? Injecting. <laughs> injecting. I go, what? It. You go, you didn't mention the injecting. <laughs> she, I go, what is it? She's like, it's an anticoagulant. So they even inject things into their Also, you don't. So that your you, wound won't close up on them while and they're And that's eating. why
2: you bled for, you leaked for 24 I hours. I leaked
0: for 24 hours.
2: <laughs> she, she afterward. I saw you because you told me she was like, don't worry, I'll I'll tape you up real good. And then you showed it to me, your whole yeah. stomach and chest. And it looked like someone had taken like scotch tape and Kleenex <laughs> and just like... It looked like, yeah, and it attached was,
0: bloody pampers to me.
2: <laughs> there was blood on your shirt. There was blood on my
0: shirt. There was blood on my <laughs> pampers that were strapped to my chest. I mean, you know... Uh... And do you feel any better now? Uh, well, part of what I see here's the thing: I wasn't allowed to drink alcohol, caffeine, or um, something else right before I I did it. Right, so you just felt
2: yeah good. So because... so
0: I but then after yeah of course and then after I had it done I was so mad about how it how it went that I was like screw it I had
2: like two coffees yeah. and like I was like drank a lot yeah. Um, this episode is directed by David Nutter and Jeff Vlaming wrote it uh David Nutter is one of the best directors of the x-files and he's uh, so so there was some good stuff with that oh that woman that sucks who wrote the poetry that she wants him to read yeah she also just goes into his apartment she's not allowed to do that even she's, if she's the landlord but <clears throat> even if she's the landlord you're not allowed to go in you have to get permission don't you? but
0: she's a nosy Nelly
2: she's a nosy fucking Nelly. who
0: wants to jump his bones
2: she really wants to jump. This guy's bones, and then use them for professional benefit as well. Wow. She's the vampire here. She's the real vampire. (laughs) That's the twist. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's what uh, Scully says at the end, right? She says, like, you didn't just suck their... you, you You weren't just feeding on their bodies. You were feeding on their mind.
0: Yeah, and also then, there's a yes. Well, that's when he gives the Latin quote that's really yeah. creepy. But then, what I also think is funny about that is that Mulder's like, "Come on, let's go." And mm. then Mulder just leaves her in the room with him, like yeah. and shuts this big heavy metal door. <laughs> and then there's kind of like this moment where Skelly says, "You were feeding on their souls too." And then she's like, "You know, I have to go out of the big metal door."
2: Too. <laughs> it's like really heavy. Yeah. Um, I I thought um shit. What was I gonna say? Oh. The scene with the daughter and Scully where the daughter goes, why would someone do this? And Scully says, I don't know. That doesn't work. Because that works if it's a guy who's doing it for no reason. This guy needs to do it just to live. Yeah, yeah. So, so her saying, why does someone, Why would someone do this? Well, it's his biological imperative. Like, he needs to
0: do it. Yeah, but what if like, Scully had just explained that? She'd be like, we, we think that in order to survive he has to stuff a lot of snot down your mother's mouth. <laughs> Um, uh, murdering her and eating her fat tissue because she... your mom's a little fat.
2: Listen, <laughs> but she's not really. No,
0: your mom was a little heavy, or maybe she'd be alive. Anyway, yeah. do you want us to call someone for you? <laughs> or? Um,
2: why would someone
0: do this? Uh, yeah. You're right. That doesn't make it doesn't quite make sense with the plot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, the computer, a nice computer hacking scene where they f- fucking around with floppy disks. Yeah, yeah, I wrote
0: I wrote, I wrote, wrote something about that, about the computer here, too. Yeah. yeah where the
2: guy's always like, it could take some time, so that we don't figure it out right now, but in five minutes when we need to figure this out, then the guy's on it.
0: Here's what, you know, we're making a lot of fun of, like, how they, like, online, they say yeah. he hits online and the lines and everything, but, I mean, to me, this didn't overdo the computer stuff as much as some modern stuff I've no, seen. No, really, that's true. I, I mean, like... It's like when people start talking about the computer. It's in the cloud! It's just like it gets so crazy. Oh yeah, the cloud stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I thought that this kind of worked it in without being like... You know, looking at the screen and like winking. Like, look, it's the internet.
2: We've had entire movies that are about the cloud. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, That scene at the end... It's pretty scary, the one woman... Who he sort of traps in there, and she's like, "Just let me go." That that's really scary. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's really scary.
2: Her acting got really good right there. Yeah, and she,
0: before I'd been like, "Oh
2: brother, this yeah. actress," and then
0: when he's that scene, they got a great performance out of her.
2: Yeah, she was great. Like, yeah, uh, it, it, she he, she like looks scared and. And and confused and it's really good and then the jump scare of him being in the bathtub when Mulder runs away. Yeah, I didn't see that coming.
0: No, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the killer's still in the house. Yeah, yeah that First. was
2: a that was a cool twist. Yeah.
0: Um, that kind of makes up for the uh, the Silence of the Lambs twist. Yeah,
2: there's also uh, there's music that is in Squeeze and Tombs, which sounds like like creepy crawly music that shows up in this again. This guy's pretty similar to Tombs. Without a lot of the cool backstory and defined, uh, just defined character, I guess personality. Yeah, yeah. I want.
0: I'm gonna just go watch Squeeze because I don't think this is crazy. I don't think I. I think I saw the
2: Squeeze sequel
0: and I never two saw is Squeeze the sequel. Yeah, I think I Paul saw two.
2: That guy's a fucking crazy person. That actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one who married that 16 year old girl. Remember, That was like a. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) he got.
0: Oh, I remember him. Yes, hypersexualized. Yeah, and they're on, they're on a couple's therapy and stuff like that, like on VH1. Yeah. Oh, are they? Well, they were. I think they Um, were.
2: That girl is like a hypersexualized, super Christian sixteen-year-old. Well, now she's like twenty or. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you swing it. It's it's uh, yeah. It's
0: a unique uh, relationship.
2: (laughs) Um. Yeah, I thought that the skin at the end was good, and then the quote at the end.
0: I loved when uh when she shot him and, she and her said, face is all burned her up her face is all burned up I was like this is like trash cinema like yeah. this is like something <laughs> out of like you know basket case or something yeah. you know just like it's just schlock. gross and like just like brutal and like trashy like you tried to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's a like... I'm a fat chick you tried to have sex with <laughs>
2: you burnt my
0: face and now I'm blowing your brains out. Like
2: I love that. Yeah. yeah. It really was trashy and B movie and like yeah. it's like exploitation almost. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um anything else you have about this one?
0: Just I mean, I'm I'm really happy that they did an X files about heavy set women dating a guy with eczema. <laughs> I'll say that that's my favorite one. If anybody asks, now
2: <laughs> you really should.
0: I go. There's this really good one. What's it about? And then I'll yeah, say.
2: Yeah, um, uh, he's a he's a fat sucking vampire. He's like a vampire, but for fat. <laughs> um, cool. Oh uh, well, thank you for coming, Jared. We Thanks talk for about having it. me. I'm sorry. It was that... really
0: fun to watch a show I haven't watched in a while
2: yeah uh, I'll tell you the really good ones that I've seen so far
0: yeah tell me some good ones to watch now because I, I will I will legit go and watch them yeah
2: yeah um, or plug your stuff you have an album out of it.
0: oh yes I have an album it's called My Brave Battle you can get it on iTunes you can get it on Amazon um and please get it and um if you I, I might be coming near you so go to my website jaredlogan.com
2: uh alright thanks for coming Jared thanks Alright, so that was it. Again, subscribe to us on Reddit. And, um, yeah, we're just sort of going to continue on um, not skipping any episodes. So the next two episodes are the next two episodes. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Feral Audio, live. The first comedy special. Feral Audio. Two hours of stand-up and improv, hosted by Dan Harmon and Aaron McGathey. But we
0: are hosting it. Uh, I didn't know they made albums anymore. They sure do. They make them every day.
2: Featuring an opening meditation by Duncan Trussell.
0: How wonderful it is to be here tonight at the Feral
2: Audio
1: special album taping. Steve Ag. That's f-ing embarrassing.
2: <laughs> Little Lester Pavitsky. This is a dorky-ass crowd, I like it. DJ Duckbound. Turn down for Doug. <laughs> John Roy. I'd be like, I got a notebook
0: full of jokes. And as soon as I learn to tell them without my hands shaking, I'll make as much money as a school teacher. <laughs> Melissa Stevens. It's going to get real graphic, and it's
1: recorded, so. And Brody
2: Stevens.
0: you got to be ready in a Brody show. you got to be ready.
2: On sale now at feralaudio.com shop. Get a $5 audio download and an independently produced video special for just $10. Visit feralaudio.com to learn more. Live
1: well, from Los Angeles, it's the Feral.
0: It's Jacquees. It's
2: Carl. It's Edgar. And we are your boys from Against the Grain. Check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us or listen to us on your favorite podcast and app.
1: We talk all the shit. We talk none of the shit. We talk a majority of the shit. You should check us out and listen. See just how much shit we really talk. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Against the Grain.